Hello and welcome to For the Love of Gaming, the podcast. If you love gaming, you will love us. You can find us at twitch.tv forward slash F-T-L-O-G and all of our other social links are on there too. My name is Ed Fire. I am joined by our wonderful, wonderful Russ Vodar, also known as Treebeard. Say hello, Russ. Bonjour. Oh, and today we are not joined by a guest, but we'll be talking about everything from Final Fantasy VII to Resident Evil VR or Seven VR, and a number of other gaming and non-gaming related topics. Ooh, ooh, you like that, do you, baby? <laughs> All that nervous laughter right there. <laughs> so. It's been two weeks since we did the last one. Can you believe it? How have you been? Fantastic. How have you been? Yes, I've been pretty well. Now, that's that's. Can I just point out that is the wrong question to ask an introvert? I asked you the wrong question. The question is, what have you been up to over the last two weeks, Russ? Tell me about some of that. <laughs> Work as usual, um, and obviously playing games and streaming on your channel which is twitch.tv forward slash ftlog oh shameless what have you been playing so I, I streamed uh, the first game I streamed was um that weird Chinese side scrolly horror game called Detention yes that looked was weird a what was it Red Candle Games which was really weird. Then it got really grim at the end and sort of put a downer on the whole game. Oh, like really what, grim. More of a downer than, oh, oh, I'm curious now. How long did it take you to play? About four hours, five hours? Um, I, I would say, no, about, yeah, I'd say about three hours. Okay. I, I haven't even finished Fran Bow, and I can hear you rolling in your grave, Russ. <laughs> is that so not how you it, use that it, phrase <laughs> Frambo was a good game I mean it did deal with the um, darker sides of things but this was literally yeah like sort of good game really good game really good game then the ending was like oh man you're like the way you're suggest you're talking about this it suggests it went too far I think so Oh, ooh, I'm interested. I'm interested. I mean, I'm, I'm, I am interested. Okay. So yes, you've been playing that. You've also played some Bendy and the Ink Machine. How did you find that? Again, I was, I, I loved the game. The game was great. Good story. The jump scares were quite good. And the different, I want to say bosses, but the weren't bosses. There's like main enemies were quite good and like there was a variety of different mechanics of those then the ending for me ruined it oh no well i haven't finished it this is this is what i was asking so in fact that's two games with unhappy endings for you that's not very positive obviously. I mean, it's, when I say it out loud and then I say it, it's not very positive, it, it feels like a very obvious statement. Oh, but what I was saying was that 
Bendy and the Ink Machine. So they I bought chapter one and two years ago, three, four years ago, something like that. And I'm on the Steam page now. So I asked you, because you were playing chapter five or something, and I was like, what? Have they made the rest of the game free or has it charged my account or what have you? And no, it turns out that's not the case. They, I, You can't buy the chapters anymore. You can only buy the entire game. So I wonder if buying one of the chapters entitled me to the full and free, uh, the, the remainder of the game for free, I assume, just because of the way that Steam works. Mm. That's that's my only conclusion. But okay. yeah, yeah, not too bad. And I th- like I said to you in, in message, the thing for me is... The biggest thing for me is obviously, and most people, is the art style. The art style, really cool. The game design in places, as in what you have to do and the mechanics of it, is a bit... It just misses the spot for me, unfortunately. But I'm excited to find out what the the game developer does next, because it can surely only be onto bigger and better things. Yeah, I mean, the, the the thing that annoyed me the most was the hitboxes. I mean, you had to get proper up close to the enemies to hit them, but they can hit you from across the room. Like, you've got the same reach, but <laughs> it's it's a little bit broken, I think. Yeah. And again, it looks great. So it's, if we're purely looking at it from a looking perspective, it's bloody lovely. Yes, agree. So that's good. So you've been working and gaming. I, so from yeah. my side, we, we've been we're trying to sell our house, and we bought. Sorry, someone bought our house, or rather, put an offer in, and we accepted it. Hooray! There was a bit of negotiating, and and they accepted. No, we accepted the offer, and then we put an offer on another place. And then within two weeks of them making their offer, they they pulled out. They pulled out. So our buyer has decided they don't wish to buy a house anymore, because and I don't know if we've got many. Um, medically trained people on this call we may not but you may be aware of this particular condition so unfortunately the buyer contracted something called a terminal illness and uh pulled out so i mean i don't know if i if i had a terminal illness i would still sell the house that's rude how dare they how dare no it's fine so we're back on the market and that's where we are with with selling the house I'm also in work trying to build up some flexi, as in trying to work overtime so that I can build up enough overtime to take off two weeks over Easter, which um, I find myself in a bit of a contradiction. It was a bit of a catch-22 where I'm at the moment I'm still not feeling particularly well, which manifests itself as being tired and not, yeah, basically wanting to go to bed pretty early in the in the day and feeling a little bit sluggish towards the afternoon, which most people will be like, yeah, that's that's fair enough. That's normal. But this is really reasonably consistent. And it's a catch-22 because I obviously want the time off so that I can recuperate and spend time with my family and do a bit of gaming, so on and so forth, so that I can hit it harder when I come back, as in hit work harder. But I'm struggling to build up the hours. So that's another thing in my life. I don't want to sound like a negative ninny. I'm not aiming for that. So I'm going to, with the third update, I'm going to make it a positive one. Uh, well, it's not really, but it's it, it it's a funny one. There we go. So my son is one year and five months old-ish, something like that. And he is still not speaking properly, but he can say things like, yayo, and, as in yellow, and he can say, whale, and 
Squirrel for Squirrel, and oh yeah, and Tata and stuff like that. But for some reason, and he hasn't picked it up from me or his mother, he is uh, saying the N word, <laughs> as in like properly saying. It. He's going and we're like, God, don't react, don't react. I don't know how he's picked it up. This is the thing, kids just. They're exploring their voice, they're exploring their mouth and their tongue and their teeth and all that stuff. And he just, he must just like the way it feels when he says it. And I'm like, oh God. So like, I, I, I need to sort of, if we ever take him anywhere, we, I think we need to start off with like, my son is not racist, but, and then leave him to it and see, see how many friends we lose and how many people get very angry. But anyway, there we go. So that's a again. It's not a good thing, but it was a more of a funny thing to, <laughs> to leave us on. Oh, awkward. <laughs> mm. The kid is ready for life. Yeah, yeah. He. I think we need to get him out of that. We'll get get it. Get him out of saying that particular thing. Maybe change it for something a little bit more positive. Uh, no more racial slurs. I think he's had his fill of racial slurs now. The right. Let's. Uh, in fact, before I do a vocal segue onto our next section, I need to uh, update everyone that Matt is obviously working on some vocal, uh, some, what's the word I'm looking for? For the podcast, the jingles, there we go. Little jingles, little funny jingles that we'll be using to link from one section to another. We don't have them yet because Matt's obviously hard working on his actual degree as well as working on these. so. You'll have to put up with me. I've I've introduced these segments now, but they don't have the jingles, so I'll have to do a jingle. Ah, so it's time for my favourite part of the show. Russ tells us how long his beard is. So, Russ. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. And I love that you clarified when you messaged me earlier, like, one inch. That's my beard. (laughs) Good, yeah. Obviously, the other important measurement is nowhere near an inch. Oh, damn. Okay, good. So um, you've you've obviously trimmed it. Yes. Yeah. um, It was getting like it was getting like it was very untamable. So I need to work on it a bit more instead of just letting it grow. But you tamed it though. This is good. Yes, it's tamed at the minute. You're as good at taming beards as you are at playing Skyrim. Yes. <laughs> Which is <laughs> variable. <laughs> variable. <laughs> anyway, whoosh. right, that's the end of that section. Let's move on to catching up with gaming news. On gaming, damn it. Catching up on gaming news. Russ, what's what's caught your eye over the last couple of weeks? Ooh. Um, over the couple of weeks, last couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2 has yes. a mod called Hot Ooh. Coffee. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and where... Well, Hot Coffee is uh, basically a minigame in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Okay. In which the character has coffee in quotation marks with his girlfriend. Oh right. <laughs> I see. 
Gotcha. So someone's made the mod for Red Dead Redemption, and Rockstar ain't very happy about it. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> so that, that, that made me laugh. Um, Dying Light's uh, new story mode makes the game much easier, apparently. What does that mean? Um, despite being more than five years old, Dying Light just keeps getting updates. Story oh, the original one, sorry. The undead menace weaker, while your attacks are much stronger and don't require as much stamina. Oh. You don't incur fall damage. What? Um, and med-, med kits restore twice as much health. Oh, what? Okay. So is that for a short period or is that just full stop? Um, I believe it's full stop. Oh, that's a bit of a shame. Oh, they've made days longer and nights shorter as well. Ah, oh, no, that's a shame as well. Why? Why would they do that? Why is that? Because ahead of the launch of Dying Light Two, they want to make the game more appealing to casual gamers. And I, I don't want to sound like a snob, but it, it, I've come across a number of people who've cheated playing Dying Light, and they haven't even when I've joined their games, they haven't even got that far. And I'm like, but it, it's 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 deliberately it, it's a steep curve progression curve early in the game deliberately to make you feel weak to make you feel like you can't run very far without being out of breath. You can't pick up amazing weapons or guns or what have you. You you are a little bit at the mercy of this horde of zombies, which you kind of would be. But anyway, yes. Well, that's, that's I, I understand that. That's games are, isn't it? Yeah. Like you start off and you've got nothing. Then you just grow yourself and grow everything. Grow your beard. And your beard, yeah. You grow your one inch. Beard. <laughs> um, can I just ask you a question? So, again, for the benefit of the people watching the podcast, uh, listening to the podcast after the, the, the live viewing, am I too large on this screen? Is there too much me in the shot here? There's I'll just let that, enough, yeah. There's just, I know, I can't make it, I did try to make it even larger, but that was as, as large as it was going to get. So, but I, I feel a little bit uncomfortable now. Yeah, I know. Just, just my mouth. Mmm, yum. Luckily on the podcast, you only have to listen to my mouth rather than stare at it. Okay, so hot coffee mod, that's kind of cool. Well, oh, um, for the Fortnite fans, season two turns you into a spy. As the battle pass skins are released, so you've got okay. a dead on. Let's have a look. So they've released a Deadpool skin. The patch notes, okay. new areas, phone booth locations where you disguise yourself, and you can be a spy. What type of hand? Those who are interested. See, this this sort of thing doesn't appeal to me at all. Skins and cosmetic skins and um, oh, orange. Thank you. Never too much. That's my my sort of response. Thank you. <laughs> Never too much. Ed. No, the skins and stuff don't appeal to me. But then I'm I'm much more into playing a solo game. And oh, in fact, there's something I'm going to come on to that is kind of related. the The first bit of Final Fantasy VII. Uh, news that has come out over the last few months, as in it came out a few days ago, that has actually upset me and made me think, 
oh no, is this a sign of what's to come? Is that if you pre-order Final Fantasy VII, you get three DLC summons. D- DLC summons. That's the what? game you're talking about. You're talking about summoning whatever you call them in Final Fantasy VII. I can't remember. And you're talking about carving... Okay, they're new, so some of them you don't get in the original game, but that's beside the point. You're carving out content that is meant to be in the game in order to sell it back to you, and it's so annoying that that if they do too much more of that, I won't be buying the game. And that says a lot. Yes, thank you. It's the Chocobo Chick, or Chocobo Chick, or however you want to say it. I've got the link here. I'm going to... Oh, can I copy it? I'm going to click on it, and I'm going to copy and paste into the Discord. So annoying. But ain't that the fun part <sighs> of the game, like going around finding the like Pre- the temples and whatnot? And- Precisely. Precisely. It's part of the game, and they're selling it to you. I'm like, you're buying the game already for 50 quid, which is not awful, given that I think the game is going to be amazing. Chris, Final Fantasy VII, the remake we're talking about. It's not bad, considering that it, I have a feeling it's going to be an amazing game. But that immediately made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm, I'm the sort of person... I, I would rather you charge me for the game. Charge me for the game. And that's it. Please. Yeah. Please. Anyway, what else has caught your eye, Russ? That's my moan out of the way, the first moan. Well, on the 18th of February, Resident Evil Twitter, which is at RE underscore games. Yes. Released, post, well, tweeted a tweet. Did they? And <laughs> the tweet says Nemesis, Nemesis's name is derived from the Greek goddess of vengeance. Witness the birth of vengeance in this fresh piece of hashtag RE3 concept art. And oh, oh, yeah, I see. Put the concept art of Nemesis up on the Twitter. Ooh. Which is very exciting. So what's that first oh, image? It's lots of exploded bodies. Yeah. Is that people who've been put into the room with nemesis. the nemesis? They've been nemesis themselves. Oh, right, okay. Nemesis name? Nemesis's name is derived from the Greek goddess of vengeance. So they've confirmed that, well, I guess they've confirmed that nemesis is his name. <laughs> yes. And you got him on the table there, being worked on. Yeah, I see him. The, I don't know what's happening in that top right image. Is he transforming. And obviously, okay. with his signature big leather coat. Yeah, it's a proper trench coat. You wonder if he's naked under it, don't you? I mean, well, I do, clearly. <laughs> you might not. <laughs> Let's put that in our Discord as well. Oh, you've already done it. Oh, check yes. you out. Flipping Nora. So good. And yes, Orange, I completely get that. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Orange, I completely get that. You want to make some more money. And I, I, I the house sell, sale one is a good one. So Orange in the chat here has said, it's like selling your house and you don't want to, you don't want your old washing machine more appealing to sell it rather than give away, which I get. I'm just, I'm very old school when it comes to games. I'm I'm of the opinion that you make a game and you sell it. 
and I, I don't like these uh, this sort of recent practices that have become very popular where you go, let's design a game, but let's not give them the whole game. Let's give them this bit. Or the other way is the sort of live service roadmap of improvement. We've got three years worth of work we're going to be doing. It's like just, no, no. But those sorts of games don't appeal to me anyway, because it's it's something that you have to, if it's a live service, you have to plow lots of hours into it, lots and lots of hours. And I just don't have that time. I'll check my, I will check my Steam and find out how how many hours I've spent gaming in the last week. But it's probably in two weeks. It's probably less than ten hours, I guess. Which is shameful, given that I've now got this thing, PlayStation VR. Come on to that in a minute. Okay, so what else do you take from the the the, the reference of the Greek goddess of vengeance? Is there any anything more we should read into that about Nemesis? I think it's a very specific thing to post, isn't it? Mm. So well, I think vengeance. there's definitely going to be some sort of delve into the lore of Nemesis and Resident Evil 3 and more of a story rather than doing stuff than escaping, which should be good. That will be interesting. I guess we'll find out very soon. When is it? First of April? Did I say that? First of yes. April? Yeah. And they've released the system requirements as well. Oh, what cool. are they? Uh, hang on, let me. I'll just Google them. RE3 system requirements. I'd imagine it would be similar to Resident Evil 2 remake last year, surely. Because they're, I, I would imagine it's almost identical in terms of the engine and design and what have you. I can't imagine it being significantly different. But I'm not a games developer. <laughs> Ooh, I have some good news. And actually, Chris in the chat, uh, the, the original Chris, the Chris who was on earlier in the call rather than the Chris who's eating currently. Hi, Chris. Chris is. Uh, the orig- so the first Chris, not the original Chris, although he was the original Chris. Shh. Chris mentioned Sonic the Hedgehog. And funnily enough, Sonic the Hedgehog was on my list. So Sonic the movie, Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. If you remember this time last year-ish, there were some uh, fan art, well, not even fan art, sorry, some shots, some motion graphics and what have you showing Sonic with the creepiest, weirdest eyes in the world. And... um, not looking like Sonic at all, looking like a human with blue hair, but a really short human with blue. It's disgusting, absolutely disgusting. What you is go to our, go to our Discord, and you'll be able to see the before and after. They've actually they deliberately delayed the release of the movie by about two or three months in order to make the amendments, make the amendments to make Sonic look like Sonic that we know and love, and not like this really creepy, scary. It's trying to be a hedgehog, but it's not Sonic, and it's a little bit human, and it, it just scares me. Really scares me. Horrible thing. I can't even look at it. It's triggering me. Let's pop that in the... Uh, oh, which channel is it? Stream after. We're already there. Bang. Have you seen it, Russ? In fact, you don't have to see it. Sonic and no. this transformation. Whoops. I've seen the transformation. I haven't seen the movie yet. The um, the oh, poster's okay. a bit weird, though, isn't he? Ooh, I haven't seen it. Let's have a little I mean, look. The most, I think Robotnik's got the most CG on his face than anything on the 
poster? Um, yes. Yeah, that's very strange. What Jim Carrey. Like, I love Jim Carrey. I think he is so funny, and he's a massive overactor, but I, I love him. He just has me in stitches. But I have concerns. I, it, it, I have concerns. I'm just going to leave that there. Shall we move on? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Any other gaming news your side? Um, I do not think so. Anything on your side? Mm. Well, I th- I, there was a funny video I watched yesterday, and as I alluded to, oh, was it actually on this podcast or was it slightly before? Either way, it was before this moment in time, and I, so I haven't played Skyrim or any of the Elder Scrolls games at all. I, like, l- haven't even picked up a controller whilst that game has been playing. And uh, although I found this video very funny, it was a, a compilation of TikToks, I believe, by a guy called Jin Kid, and it's called Skyrim in Real Life. And oh, they are called Skyrim in Real Life. Let me find the link. They they are so funny. They're well well worth watching. All episodes. Here we go. And he's basically walking around and reacting inappropriately and sliding and and glitching into walls and stuff like that. It's it's well worth a watch. I think it'll be right. Oh, I said to you, Russ, didn't I? Yes, you did. It was Skyrim in real life. I, I do like it. It's, it's very good. Very well made. It's funny. Hang on, is that the right? Yeah, there we go. Skyrim in real life. Good. So if you like Skyrim, or even if you don't like Skyrim, it's well worth watching because it's just funny. It's a bit of light relief from the terrible monotony and dysfunction that is the world today. It's a good movie, Chris. You've seen it. Oh, sorry. It's coming back to the Sonic the Hedgehog. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to the next section. Well, Shameless. We move on, oh, <laughs> go on. That is fairly upsetting. Go on. That Larry Tesla, the inventor of cut, copy, and paste commands. Has died at age seventy-four. I'm waiting for a joke. Um. Yep. Yeah, that. That. Yep. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that a joke? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I laughing? Rest in peace. There's got to be a cut and paste joke. Uh, too soon? Too soon. Too soon. Maybe I'll cut and paste it for later? Oh? No, okay. No, I, I... No. No. Good. Shameless plug, because shameless plugs are the only ones that exist. If you're enjoying yourself, please leave a review online, give us some stars, and share it with your friends and your family and stuff. Also, come find us at twitch.tv forward slash FTLOG and follow the links to our other social platforms from there. There are plenty of ways to support us. Patreon, Humble Bundle, Amazon, Discord, and um, basically go and have a look, isn't it? Thank you very much. By the way, these jingles won't necessarily sound anything like what I'm doing. I'm just making them up as we go along. Um, let's do, shall we do 
dad joke of the it's the dad joke of the week yeah russ do you have a dad joke for us do i have a dad joke Mm. You're asking me if you have a dad joke. It's just to confirm. <laughs> I'm just looking through the ones I've got written down. Oh, like yeah. Okay. Oh, good. Did you write them down on a website found on Google by any chance? Actually, no. It oh. was, um, I was talking to a friend of mine who is. Yes. Dead. Oh. He's so also a, a bona fide joke. Okay. And. His Twitter is absolutely full of them, which gave me the idea for Dad Joke of the Week. Oh, I love it. I like, I do enjoy a good daddy joke. Are you ready? I'm born, yes. Why don't eggs tell jokes? Oh, I don't know. Why don't eggs tell jokes? That crack each other up. Oh, yeah. My drop. Oh, man. That, I mean, that was pretty special. <laughs> Dad joke of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got one as well. I think we should alternate, obviously, because too many dad jokes will, will grind us into the ground. But here's one anyway, because I thought, well, I'll get one too. Uh, <clears throat> I'm reading a book about anti-gravity. It's impossible to put down. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. If you want to see my reaction to that dad joke and you're watching this podcast, sorry, you're listening to this podcast, come and join us on twitch.tv forward slash FTLOG. It stands for For the Love of Gaming, except the acronym, and skim to 38 minutes in. <laughs> mm. So I just read one the- more. What can I do one more? Go on. Because it's brilliant. Go on. It's better not be brilliant. At the gym. Go on. Waiting yes. for my date. It's been hours. She hasn't shown. I guess we're not working out. Ooh. Huh? <laughs> oh. Huh? Oh. Oh. That's, I mean, I get it, which is helpful. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, good. Well, this would be a section that we'll, we'll probably keep forever, I would say. Given that it's at least keeping us warm. (laughs) (laughs) What about, so we've got sort of three sections back to back here. I kind of feel like we need to have uh, sections that last a little bit longer. That dad joke one was pretty short. I've skipped one. The shameless plug was obviously pretty short. The next section then is games we want to play, but haven't played yet, obviously, because we want to play them. Are there any games that you've not played, but you really want to play? Games I haven't played that I really, I really want to play. Um, Red Dead Redemption. Oh yeah, you can get that on Steam now, can't you? As in the first one. Yeah, I've never played any of them. Also, I, th- I think it was Chris who keeps saying Mafia. Oh yeah, to me. Yeah, I don't know whether he's threatening me. Or telling me to yeah. play the game, but it just keeps going mafia. Mafia is so, good. That that's a it's old good game I want to play. One thing, one thing I hadn't realised, so I streamed it when my gaming laptop went to be fixed months ago. 
uh, and then came back and wasn't fixed. But that's by the by. The, uh, the, the, the days that I was going to be streaming whilst it was away, I hooked up my old Toshiba laptop and was able to play Mafia because Mafia is an old game, as in 16, 17, 18 years old, something like that. So I was able to play it on that. What I didn't realize was that all of the music was missing. And luckily, there's a kind soul who has written down instructions of how you can basically import all the music and put it back into the folder that the game is looking for them in. But they've, they've been removed from the game on Steam because they've lo- they've, the license to use the music has expired. Again, I am bewildered by the music industry this time, not necessarily the uh, the gaming industry, that you can't, and I know there's people who'll be listening to this thinking, no, Ed, this is, this is normal and it's acceptable. But I find it frustrating that you would have to have a license to use the music in a game for a fixed period of time. They don't do that in movies, do they? They, don't, they obviously play them, uh, sorry, pay them a certain amount of royalties for the use of it. However, you don't you don't extract the music from a movie after 10 years because the licenses run out there. So why would they do it with games? But what about it's, the older games that like Grand Theft Auto Vice City? Uh, what? Or Precisely. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? Precisely. Precisely. But I guess, again, in the, in the age, the day and age where we can uh, send or buy games online and download them within minutes and they can be patched within days of release and so on and so forth, the, the ability to F around with the games that you have paid for is very much in the hands of Steam and the, uh, the game developers and the publishers as well, in fact. Bastards. Bastards. That's another topic, I would say. Okay, so that's the game you want to play. Yeah, Mafia is is good. I would recommend it. It's on my list, so feel free to have a butchers. And so from my perspective, I would really love to play, well, basically any Far Cry game, but in particular, Far Cry 3. Have you played Far Cry? I haven't. No, I haven't played any of the Far Crys. I like... I like the whole um, designing a game that has... I did play one, and it was the one where it was all weird colours. Was it like Far Cry, Red Red Dragon, Summit Dragon? Yes. I I really don't know Far Cry at all. But I I, I love games that have got these intricate and well-designed systems that all converge and interact. So... I don't know if Far Cry 3 is necessarily the best example of this, but I know Far Cry 5 has this, where you have animals, bears, sort of not patrolling, just going about their day, and then you've got humans who are going about doing their thing, and they don't have scripted interactions, but what you can do is they can be in the same place at the same time when you're about to do something, and then the strangest and funniest things will happen. I love that serendipity of game design where you Again, you're not scripting it, but you're developing it in a way so that those independent systems can interact and uh, all sorts of chaos can ensue. So that's, that's the one for me. Was it Far Cry 3 that had that 
weird starting achievement. Oh, I don't know. Don't tell me. Where, like... <gasps> oh, okay. I won't Spoilers. Ha! <laughs> do you want to? What, oh, you, you, what you can do is you can, you can say it. I'll take my headphones off. Do you want me to do that? And that way, at least people can hear it. And in fact, I'm going to listen back to it. So no, don't do that. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't. But that's good. Well, there we go. Two games. Three games, really. It was Mafia, Far Cry 3. What was the other one you said, Russ? Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> well done. For hot coffee. <laughs> yes. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Any, no, no other reason. No, purely, purely for the, the, the nudity. Oh, I feel, I feel compelled, actually, to, as I've alluded to it, I feel compelled to point out that I now have a PlayStation 4, the proud owner of a PlayStation 4, and this thing, VR headset. I'm tempted to wear it for the rest of the stream, although it won't fit over the top. I have to wear the headset. No, I won't do that. And um, so Russ very, very kindly sent me Resident Evil 7 to allow me to explore or experience it in VR. And so far, I've managed to play it because partly because I don't want to play too much of it. I want to very much experience it on stream. However, <laughs> I have only managed to play a few minutes each time, as in maybe four minutes maximum before becoming, before starting to feel quite poorly. <laughs> uh, so that's, oh, it also looks a little bit broken. Yes, it is. Uh, so that's, that's not ideal. So I was planning on streaming Resident Evil 7 VR tomorrow. And I'm not doing that now. I will be playing Visage tomorrow, though, which is what Russ bought me for Christmas. Thank you, Russ. You're going to Contuvra. I am going to what? Contuvra. Contuvra. Yes. Is that is that mid continue mid, Midwestians mid I, mid? I think I, I hope it's French. Oh oh oh! Okay, good. <laughs> so I'll be doing that. If you're listening to this podcast on the evening of the 20th of February, 2020, then holy moly, you were fast. Thanks for, thanks for listening to this podcast so quickly. And also come and join me streaming tomorrow night, 7 p.m. UK time. FTLOG is the username on Twitch. It stands for For the Love of Gaming, also known as For the Love of Gaming. Right, Russ, uh, I think we should wrap up here. Do you have any final words? No. Any last requests? Enjoy yourselves. And I will catch most of you tomorrow or in the forthcoming days. Oh. Thank you, Russ. Well, big thank you to <gasps> Russ Vodar, and also a big thank you to me. Me? Uh, so if you've enjoyed yourself, then please leave us a review, give us some stars, and share it online. Also, come and find us at twitch.tv forward slash F-T-L-O-G. It stands for For the Love of Gaming. Uh, you can follow our social links to our other platforms that we're part of as well. There's plenty of ways to support us, should you wish to. Patreon, Humble Bundle, Amazon, Discord. As always, I've been Ed Fire. Russ has been Treebeard. This is for the love of gaming. And if you love gaming, you will love us. <laughs>